welcome to Season 5, Episode 7 of Everyday NLP Bites. And I've named this season of podcasts, What Are You Saying? Because my focus is on language. And language patterns that are so everyday that they can pass unnoticed. Nonetheless, the language that we use gives indicators of what we're thinking, perhaps what we're believing about ourselves and others. And when we express these, they also have the tendency to reinforce these beliefs as well. That's fine when these are positive, but often what we are expressing are limitations or negative beliefs that we might hold about ourselves and others. So it's good to pay attention to those patterns and to ask ourselves some questions about them. If you've not been watching or listening to earlier podcasts, I'm Florence Madden. I'm an NLP trainer and coach based in Cumbria in the north of England. I'm also the author of The Intention Impact Conundrum and the co-author of Everyday NLP. So my focus in this week's podcast is on the language that we use that indicates that perhaps we are imposing rules on ourselves and perhaps even we may be unaware of these rules. And the giveaway language there is when we say things like, I must do this, I have to do this, I need to do this, or I can't do this. And indeed, we might use that language to other people as well. So it goes beyond simply us. The writer Louise Hay said this, if you accept a limiting belief, then it will become a truth for you. And that's what makes it so important to notice these and to question them. In the NLP meta model, these are referred to as modal operators of necessity and possibility. And Sue Knight, in her book NLP at Work, refers to them as limiters or stoppers. So it's good to notice them and it's good to ask some questions around them. Now, you may be thinking, well, sometimes some of these are justified. There are things that indisputably that we must do or that we have to do, such as obeying the law or the rules of the road. When I was preparing this podcast, I came across um, a quote from, or allegedly from Icarus that says, all limits are self-imposed. Hmm. Well, his experience of not recognizing any limits and what subsequently happened to him falling into the sea might be one of those examples of when limits are justified. On the other hand, there are many times when we are using language like this that indicates the rules that we are uh, placing on ourselves and they are not justified and they are not questioned. And those are the ones that can really hold us back. I'm a great fan of a lady called Nancy Klein and in her book Time to Think 
she quotes an example of somebody that was challenging the, the rules of what we should or shouldn't do. And that was John Hume, uh, a politician in Northern Ireland and someone who eventually um, was one of the receivers of the Nobel Peace Prize for his part in achieving uh, the Good Friday Agreement. And he subsequently won two other um, peace awards also. And what Nancy quotes in her book is what John asked in a meeting. You'll have gathered from my accent that I am originally from Northern Ireland and brought up there. And through my childhood and teenage years, what I was hearing on the news and political programmes is the mantra, we don't speak to terrorists. And so the problems in Northern Ireland carried on. And John Hume is credited with asking the question, well, what would happen if we did? It seems odd to think now that no one had thought to ask that question before. Nonetheless, he's credited with it. And that was the start of a change of thinking that eventually led to the Good Friday Agreement and peace in Northern Ireland. So whether you look at something on a grand scale or you look at something on a personal scale, sometimes challenging rules, notice them in the first place, can really, really make a difference. So when you find yourself saying things like, I must do this, I have to do this, I must do this in this way, we should do whatever it is in this way. A good question to ask is, well, what would happen if we did or what would happen if we didn't, depending on how we have phrased it to ourselves. And we may hear ourselves or other people saying what we can't do. And a useful question here is to say, well, what stops you? I should say, that's interesting, isn't it? I think I'm going to say that's one of the justifiable shoots. Or perhaps it will be useful to recognize that when we ask those questions of other people, we are challenging their view of the world. So it's one thing asking those questions of ourselves. It's important as well as that, when we are asking those questions of other people to also be respectful of how they see things and ask those questions with respect and with curiosity. They are about helping other people to maybe challenge their own thinking or see things differently and not put ourselves in the position of we know better or worse still, be seen to kind of sneer at what people believe. So ask the questions of ourselves and ask the questions of other people with respect. The quote I want to finish on today is one from Alexander the Great. He said, with the right attitude, 
self-imposed limitations vanish. And some of you may have heard the story of the Australian, 61-year-old Australian called Cliff Young, who in 1983 took part in a seven-day race or a race that usually took seven days across Australia. He wasn't a trained runner. He was in something akin to Wellington's and not top of the range gear. Um, And he didn't follow the rules. The way the race would normally run is that those elite runners would do their days running. They would stop and rest for the night and then pick up the race the next day. He was slower than the other runners who had trained for this, but he kept on running through the night. And initially people were questioning, well, surely that's, he's breaking the rules. Well, there actually was no rule. And he kind of recognized that. He just did it his way. And a race that would normally have taken seven days, he completed in less than six. And he was about 30 years older than the other competitors. So there is somebody that recognised that it was just how people did things. There weren't necessarily any rules and he just did it. So I wonder what we could all do if we recognise the rules that are self-imposed and perhaps needlessly. So thank you for watching or listening to this podcast. If you're curious about uh, the work that I do, the courses that I run, you'll find more on my website, which is www.florencemadden.co.uk. And I hope you'll join me again next week for another language pattern. Bye for now.